It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. WRKS Pickens Jackson. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. We're back. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. What is that thing? The Zone. And good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the PK Grills at FS1 Concepts in Pearl. They have a showroom, and they have the PK Grills. You're looking for a new grill for the NFL playoffs and just to cook out back patio, porch, deck. PK Grills, FS1 Concepts. Plus, they've got a great selection of kitchen and barware. They obviously wholesale commercial kitchen equipment and appliances. Um, But they also do ice machines for hunting camps, refrigeration, walk-in coolers, restaurants, schools, universities, and hotels and businesses. FS1 Concepts in Pearl, locally owned and operated. This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And we welcome in Roll Tide Ron Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa. I have to believe that they were shocked uh, yesterday afternoon. This story broke while Ron Fowler was on the air. He is afternoon drive in Tuscaloosa, plus people streaming. Uh, Ron, walk us through the shock and what it was like when you found out that Nick Saban was retiring while you were doing your sports talk radio show. So I was doing an interview with John McClain, the 45-year veteran from the Houston Chronicle, and we were talking about the Maker Rhymes because the job that he's been able to do, right? I mean, he's just won the ASC South, and really what I was trying to talk about is is, is how much, you know, if you'd have went in and said, hey, this guy's going to win the ASC South as a rookie NFL coach, first-time head coach, uh, walk me through that. And I was about three questions in, it was about five minutes after the hour of four o'clock, and I had looked down at my phone, and I've always got Chris Lowe because he breaks so many stories around Alabama, right? I mean, he's the closest. When Cecil Hurt passed away, 
uh, Alton thought that it would be Chris Lowe that would break the story. And I've done multiple shows talking about how you would do it. This is more Nick Saban-like, right? I mean, it's not his ego. It's not a victory lap. It's not the final tour. It is simply, I'm done. I'm retired. And he let you know his strongest media friend know. And so I'm on the air. And Bo, just like you, and, and for those who don't, uh, those that live in their parents' basement creating fake accounts, uh, I hope there's a hot corner and you know where that you can spend a, uh, a few hours because we have a lot of those that we have to deal with. And when Bo's on the air, I'm on the air, uh, you have to make sure that they're not fake accounts, right? I mean, because these accounts will look identical. Um, sometimes they'll even go through some of the things to make it look like a verification. And so I was making sure that it was actual real Chris Lowe's account. And then immediately... Uh, I stopped the show and I stopped John. I said, John, uh, I've got something I've got to say. I'm just going to make sure that I've got it uh, on on something, right? I mean, I just wanted to wanted to go and I, so I did on my desktop just to make sure that it was Chris Lowe. And at that point, I said, uh, Nick Saban has announced via Chris Lowe that he will be retiring uh, effective immediately. And John said, Well, sounds like you've got your show made for the rest of the day. Uh, thank you, Ron. And he was so veteran of, of him and, and uh, so professional and said, uh, we'll talk about Demeco Ronson later today. And then at that point, uh, repeated it a couple of times. And then I began to, to reach out to different people. My, as you can tell, my phone just blew up. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about coaches, assistant, co- not, not head coaches, but assistant coaches throughout the league, uh, texting me, is this real? Is this real? Um, you know, people calling me that, you know, that you want to take their phone call. But then, so we just immediately went to, you know, first guy out of the gate, we went to Rodney Orr, com. We featured him for, you know, 15 minutes, trying to get some reaction. Because I think everybody was in shock. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to tell you that, you know, like Tim Brando and many others that, you know, hey, we saw that this was the year. This was the year. I will say this. Um, and I've been on your show a bunch. I'm not one of those that's going to lie to you. Uh, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I did not see this coming. Um, I thought there was still, even when, when you know, with, with aggravating you guys yesterday of training our future head coach, how many times have I made those jacks? How many times have I chased rumors that Nick Saban was going to retire? I mean, I'm asking sure. just about every radio show. And so this year was a little different after you look about it. And I go back to the Rose Bowl. Okay, and I watched him and Miss Terry, not a quick kiss. It was almost like she, he took a, an extra minute right there to embrace his family at the Rose Bowl. And I just thought it was the magnitude of the game. Um, watching them down on the sidelines before the game, watching the way that he coached with no pressure. Matter of fact, I think you may have said this, Bo. Um, when you look at Nick Saban, he, he it was different about this year, and I just thought he was getting comfortable with who he is because we've seen that progress this way, right, with his grandchildren making him more of a uh, of a gentle coach and maybe not as you know vocal as as he has been. But um, so anyway, we spent uh, the next four hours taking phone calls. We we had uh, AJ McCarron on, we had uh, Barrett Jones on. We just went through uh, different. Uh, Did we lose Ron? 
No, I, I, I'm sorry. That was my phone, guys. It just, oh, cool. I mean, this thing is literally, sorry, I apologize, guys. It, it, that was me. That was me. It's just trying to, to manage. I was trying to hit reject. As a matter of fact, I was fixing to merge, uh, I think, someone very important into your call, but I'm glad I hung <laughs> up quick enough. But, but, I mean, that's just what it's been. It's been one of those days. But, uh, I, I mean, I can't. I'll never forget it in my radio career because, you know, it was literally, it was just the minute that almost Tuscaloosa stood still for just a couple seconds, right? Uh, they stood still and, um, you know, you begin to react and then automatically, you know, within 20, 30 minutes, I begin to go, what's next? What is next? And it, you know, Greg Byrne as well as anybody, I, I continue to hold on to the last sentence that he put in his, his release. Yeah. If you don't hear it from me, don't believe it. And I go back to Mississippi State. See, Greg Byrne was burned by whom? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer left the Dan Mullen out. I don't think Greg Byrne's going to trust anybody. With that being said, the more I hear about Dan Lanning, it's almost more that I doubt it because it says if you don't hear it from me, don't believe it. And I just I let that sink in. But Greg Byrne was hired for this role. He was hired to hire Nick Saban's replacement. And I feel so much better with him being able to navigate this next 72 hours. Because I think it's going to have to go quick. And I don't think you can wait. Um, you know, I had A.J. McCarron come on and literally – I said, well, who would be, if you were given that opportunity, who would be your first call? And he said, Lane Kiffin. And he says, I've never been around someone who was so good on X's nose. And if you look at Greg Byrne, he also points that out. You know, there's some coaches that you can eliminate when he talks about, you know, he needs to do this, needs to do this, needs to do this. So, obviously, Nick Saban's going to play a role. He just arrived at the complex about an hour ago. So, uh, would would I mean, Nick Saban allow Kiffin to take his spot, though? It, it, see, I think it's all about what we talked about yesterday. It's who is willing to follow Nick Saban. That that see, I think that's the question you got to answer first. And. There's very few people that fit that role. Is is Lane Kiffin is one of those? Um, oh, I think, I think Lane Dabo, can handle it. Maybe even oh, yeah. better than anybody else. But, but you're saying like, hold, hold that thought. Hold that. We, we got to take a break, and you're then I want to come back for another ten minute yeah. segment. Can you do that? Okay. Yeah. Sure. No problem. Yeah. All right. Ron Fowler, one hundred nine. The game. Tuscaloosa joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. The show is driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder or Nissan Rogue at Cannon Nissan in Jackson. Nick Saban retired. Who will take his place? We'll discuss with Ron Fowler coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. 
every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, the Out of Bounds show brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck, three locations. Rick's Pro Truck, RPT and Glugstat, Flowood, and RPT Commercial in Pearl. show is also brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Superior. Superior Foundation. Superior.ms. Ron Fowler, 109 The Game, Tuscaloosa Afternoon Drive. He has uh, covered Nick Saban for 17 years in Tuscaloosa. And what a run. Six national championships. And the story, the news broke while Ron Fowler was on the air. Um, and I can't imagine how how wild it was. Probably like getting on a rocket ship. Not that I've ever been on one. Ron, we were talking about Greg Byrne, and uh, I do know. I think Greg will have uh, an answer really soon. Um, maybe today, maybe a little too uh, too quick. But Friday, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a hire. That's how Greg Byrne operates. Um, He's a ready shoot aim guy, and I do ag- I do agree with you that he's he's a good guy to have to make uh, to make the call on this replacement. Um, do you think that Nick Saban would be okay with Lane Kiffin? I-, I know there's respect there, but I also think that there is I don't know maybe friction's not the right word. Maybe you have another word. Maybe you don't agree. Do you do you think that Nick Saban would bless Lane Kiffin replacing him? I don't know. I think only Nick Saban would be able to answer that, just the way that he did yesterday to answer the question that he was retiring. Um, I know that when you look at Lane, he checks a lot of those boxes. I'm a Lane Kiffin fan. There's a lot of people in Tuscaloosa 
that was talking about Lane. I mean, we took phone calls. We, we went an extended amount. I mean, I went six hours of radio yesterday. And we took a lot of phone calls just from the general uh, folks. And uh, the thing came up quite a bit. Um, I know a lot of the tension has shifted toward Dan Lanning. Uh, Dan Lanning's a risk, though. I mean, to me. Yeah, he's an up-and-coming coach, and that's what you try to do is try to project. He was a GA here. But I also think, you know, two years into the head coaching job, you've got to be able to sell to Greg Byrne what you want to do. And you've sure. got to roll out, you know, and most people don't have this in their plan. Hey, if I get this Alabama job, plus I think if you look at the buyout, isn't the buyout like 20-something million dollars? Not that that would stop the University of Alabama, but that's significant. I mean, it's two years of Nick Saban's salary that you'd be paying in just one buyout. Is Dan Lanning worth it? Um, I've often been told that some of these guys, uh, that they may even have an Alabama clause in their contract. So just like Urban Meyer did for Urban or for uh, Notre Dame, uh, when you think about that job available uh, for him. So when you stop and you begin to think about a lot of this, um, you know, Lane Kiffin's getting a lot of votes. I know that Lane rubbed a few people the wrong way, but you got to remember that was not Greg Byrne, but it was Nick Saban. And Nick Saban, you know, back in the building today, tells me that, uh, you know, he's probably going to help pick uh, the next coach at the University of Alabama. And I think he'd be a part of it. Okay, so some people are saying but it's between 10 and $20 million. That's that's I don't know on on yeah, Dan Lane. Yeah, Pete said twenty. Yeah, Pete Tamil said twenty over right right a, a little bit over twenty million dollars is what he. Okay, said. here we are. Steve Sarkeesian, fifteen million. Dan Lanning twenty million. Kalen DeBoer twelve. Lane Kiffin's is private. Dabo Swinney sixty million. What? I wonder how accurate but I think that there's is. an Alabama clause in that, though. Okay. So you, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, I know that, you know, Lane Kiffin has been sleeping on the couch at Ole Miss, but uh, you know, he, he's he's a guy that, uh, you know, has always wanted this Alabama job. I mean, for people that I know that are close to Lane Kiffin, this is the job that he has always wanted. Um, It'd be a great hire. It'd be a great hire. What about all right? What about Dabo if he's got that clause? I think Dabo would be a great option. Um, I think there needs to be a little bit of a change of scenery, but I think the way that he rebounded, I think when you look at a CEO, but you know, once again, would Nick Saban bless Dabo? Because I've heard that those are not as. Uh, tied together as some of these images of doing, you know, dinner certificates and swapping out and all of that. Uh, that would be another question is would Nick Saban sign off on Dabo? Because there I mean, a lot of I'm telling you that that relationship is not as smooth as maybe. And it goes back, I think, when Dabo said that he was coming to Tuscaloosa and then backed away and stayed with uh, Tommy Bowden at Clemson. Because he was coming here as a position coach, and I think he'd already given Nick Saban his word, and uh, okay. he's out of the state of Clemson. So that that may not be as smooth as everybody else thinks it is either. So you know, you start leaving these coaches, and you know, Dan Lanning uh, as a GA, 
stayed here for one year. Um, going back to Georgia, I would assume that, you know, there's probably no problems. But, you know, you, you almost circle back around the Sark just for a minute. Oh. Do you, okay. Do you want to get in it? You know, this is the first season that he's won 10 games in his coaching career. Am I not right? I think it's the first season he's ever won 10 games. Yeah, I just um, don't see Sark leaving Texas. I mean, Lane would leave no, Ole I don't Miss. Um, uh, I'm thinking. How much? Because that Oregon money is going to be real. And see, so many people are going to use this to get a raise. Right. So many people. Right. And, and I. I assume Dan Lanning would leave, but man, he made a pretty passionate speech about Oregon when when the A and M buzz, you know. And I know Bama's different, um, but like you said, Phil Knight has a running ton of money, and they can do whatever they want in NIL, and they've embraced it like uh, like Lane and and Dion and a couple others. What about Mike Norvell, Ryan Fowler? Go ahead. Well, and. and- and I do, uh, unlike the university that he represents, they did show a lot of, Mike Norvell showed a lot of class in the way that, you know, he responded to the Florida State stuff because things didn't go your way. Uh, but, but let me add something else to it, too. Um, because people look at it and say, okay, what forced Nick Saban out? We had a coach on last night, Coach Pete Jenkins, which is mm-hmm. Nick Saban's close, I mean, Sports Illustrated, Ross Dellinger did a big article talking about, uh, you know, the, the wolf, when the wolf calls, I answer. Well, one of the very strong consultants who he goes through a lot of hires with is Pete Jenkins. We had Pete Jenkins on last night, and he cried on the air. And he said, you know, they're, they're destroying college football. They're literally destroying college football, and this man's not happy. He's not happy with the way of the direction of, of where we're taking this. And, you know, you do think about things like that. Um uh, it wasn't one coach that got it. It was it was simply the stress and the rules of college football. I still think that played a role. And I asked him on the air if it did. He said yes. Um, I have no other reason to believe him. But it just helps us understand the chaotic side of this. Very few people are like Nick Saban. And if this is getting to him, how many other coaches is it going to break? How many other coaches is going to do the Dan Mullen Hey, I'm happy with TV. You guys have fun with that, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Right. Um, you do look at it as this will drive a lot of quality coaches out. We've got to get a handle on college football because we're going to lose the sport that we love uh, dearly if someone doesn't step up and be a leader. And uh, I don't think it's going to come from Washington, D.C. I think this is going to have to come from you know this Power Five getting on the same page somehow, some way. And it involves ethics, which right now, you know, we've kind of thrown out the window uh, in, in, in the world of college athletics. Ron Fowler, we appreciate it. We, we may uh, we may have to get you again tomorrow, but uh, thank you so much. And uh, I know your show's going to be wild today. Be good. Okay. Appreciate you guys so much. You guys have a great day. Ron Fowler, 109 The Game, Tuscaloosa. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. The show is brought to you by Spring Street Cigars in Startville, among other locations. And I was at the Spring Street Cigars Startville location yesterday. Great place to smoke a cigar. Unbelievable humidor, too. All right, we've got a special guest coming up next, and we are very excited about it. Brad Sham with the Dallas Cowboys coming up next. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. 
The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ah, good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We've got the Cowboys and the Packers Sunday afternoon in the NFL playoffs in Dallas, and uh, we can't wait. And we talk Dak Prescott every week and really have since 2013. He, uh, he was handed the starting role for Mississippi State as a sophomore, and he goes down to Auburn and plays a hell of a football game, and they lose by one possession. Uh, Auburn scored late, but Dak had led Mississippi State down, thought that was enough. Auburn comes down with like 50 seconds left. They win, all right? And Auburn goes on to play for the national championship. The next year, Dak leads Mississippi State to number one. So this is Dak Prescott country, and uh, we talk about Dak all the time, bring people on all the time. And, um, of course, he comes back to to Starkville, and people go nuts. And we think it's pretty cool to have – Brad Sham on play-by-play voice for the Dallas Cowboys, who will call the game this weekend and is called many games uh, as Dak Pres- with Dak Prescott as the starting quarterback. Uh, Brad, good morning. Welcome in. Um, and the show is driven by your next Ford F-150 at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson, number one selection of pre-owned and new Ford F-150s, Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North in Jackson. Brad, can, can you talk about – you've been covering Dak since he started for the Cowboys in 2016. What a big job it is, the spotlight on him. He takes over once Romo gets hurt, doesn't, you know, relinquish the job. Um, Talk about how impressed you were with him as a leader and his charisma and leadership abilities at such a young age. I think that the, um, the characteristics about Dak that you're talking about, Bo, are the ones that anyone can see and it didn't take very long the, the then coaching staff uh, got exposed to him at the senior bowl they've been scouting him of course already 
but they they got to know him there, and uh, of course they just fell in love with him. And he had a lot mechanically to do as a professional quarterback, but he immediately impressed them as a student, uh, how coachable he was and how quickly he took to things. Uh, the interesting thing is that when he went to his first training camp in 2016, he was battling for the number three job with a guy named Jamel Showers, who had been at UTEP and A&M before that. Uh, and Dak was not a great practice player right out of the shoot. And for the first week or two of camp, there were some of us who wondered if he would be able to beat out Showers for that third job. Uh, eventually, he did, and then Kellen Moore, who was the backup quarterback, uh, broke his ankle, and the, so Dak became the backup quarterback. And then Tony Romo got hurt, just as happened to him there in Starkville. He, he through his own hard work and perseverance, put himself in a position for uh, something positive to happen for him. You know, when that happens to you, uh, multiple times. My understanding is it happened to him in high school also. Uh, after a while, you start to think maybe there's something bigger at play. The thing that uh, jumped right out to me was how comfortable uh, he was as a leader. Of course, he, he actually got a degree in that at Mississippi State and uh, workplace leadership. But when he came back, from when, when we all got back from training camp and he had been running the first team for a couple of weeks, and I, I went around and talked to a lot of veteran players, most of the offensive linemen especially. I respect what those guys say. And they all said, you can't believe how, how uh, calm he is in the huddle. He's just, it's not too big for him. And, um, Wow. Everything that's everything that's happened has happened from there. Uh, he's all his life. Uh, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. He's overcome injury and tragedy, and uh, he's it's brought him to where he is now. And I think we're still in the middle of his story. We're not anywhere near the end of his story. But I, I've I've been doing these games here for 45 years, and I have told people for the last several. I don't know how good a quarterback he'll be. His career will tell us that. But I can tell you that as a leader and as a uh, person of character and as someone you want representing you, he is the equal of Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman. And that's as high a praise as I can uh, give someone. And I have felt that way almost from the beginning. And, you know, it's impossible not to respect him. And so I really uh, am delighted to see how he is developing as a quarterback. Wow, well done. Brad Sham, play-by-play voice for the Dallas Cowboys, talking Dak Prescott, who's one of the most popular players to ever play here in the state of Mississippi. And we've had a long list of great players in Walter Payton and Archie Manning and Jerry Rice and Dak and many others, Brett Favre and so on. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So you've been able to see this up close as part of the broadcasting team. And he's so heavily scrutinized, both by his own fan base, but goodness gracious, the national media. I mean, 
Dallas drives clicks and eyeballs and views. Y'all are the biggest brand in the cool uniforms and have the history, although not as much winning, you know, as as I know the franchise has wanted since 96 or whatever, 97, without an NFC championship appearance. But all he's done for the most part is win. Um, are you impressed with how he does handle the cloud sometimes and how heavily scrutinized he is as QB1 for the Cowboys? Brad? Yeah, beyond impressed. I, I wrote a little book called Stadium Stories, part of a chain of books that was written um, uh, about football programs, college and pro, back in 2003. And one of the chapters I wrote was about being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, I, I had met him then. And, in fact, even Romo was just coming in as a rookie. But my, my point was that there are a few franchises where being the quarterback is just different. Dallas isn't the only one. But um, in Dallas, you have two Hall of Fame, multiple championship winning uh, living legends who live in the community. And they're val- they're they're very visible, and uh, you you cannot. I don't think you can ever take a snap uh, under center as the Dallas quarterback, and not understand that Staubach and Aikman are looking over your shoulder, not not directly, but that that's just. And I think the same thing is true in in San Francisco and uh, Denver. There's a few places, but not most. And the unique nature of the Cowboys since the 60s, since before I started, um, through the work first of Tex Schramm and then of Jerry Jones, uh, is that this, the the success and the glamour and the uh, interest, uh, even when it's even when it's negative, even when it's driven by hate, and there's there is no hate in American sports in my experience like Cowboys hate, but uh, True, but there's a lot of it, and and people are interested, and that's why they're always drawing those clicks you're talking about, and they're always drawing drawing those eyeballs. There is no network that doesn't want Dallas as many times as the league will let them have them because they're never dull. They're always interesting, and because people both love them and hate them, and of course the result of that, that part of, and Dak has come to understand this, Dak. Dak followed the franchise as a kid growing up in Louisiana. Uh, and, but I think you have to limit to understand it. And it's really only in the last couple of years, I think it's begun to drive itself home to him that the, the part of the baggage of that is uh, a completely unreasonable expectation. Uh, there's more, as much national debate as there is about him, there's just as much locally. And um, if, if I know this fan base, uh, he's, he'd have to win at least two Super Bowls for people to say he was, he was the reason why they won. And they'd be wrong, of course, but that, that doesn't matter. And so he is, he is, in my view, coming to understand in the last couple of years, especially in ways that he had not before, that there's there is stuff that comes with being the quarterback of this team that um, balances out the rewards if you are not 
really grounded, uh, really positive. Uh, being a person of faith absolutely helps. But I think you have to have a, a unique strength of character to be able to blot out all of that negative noise. And some could do it, and uh, most could not. And it's over time, I think it was hard when it was when it was Aikman's turn, but but there was no social media, there were no everybody wasn't walking around with a camera phone, and uh, I think it's harder now than it's ever been, and I think you have to be a unique human being to be able to handle all that, and, and I certainly think he is that. Well, he's uh, he's beyond special, that's for sure. Brad Sham, play-by-play voice for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak and the Cowboys back in the playoffs, home game this Sunday against the Packers. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorite, and we're sure hoping that the Cowboys can get the dub and continue on um, throughout the playoffs. Okay, so uh, this year uh, has been a, a really good year for Dak and the Cowboys, and uh, I think they've got some balance there. Brad, with offense and defense. Running game's a little bit of a concern to me. Um, are you concerned about the running game or lack thereof as they as they march into the playoffs? Bo, I've been doing this 45 years. I'm concerned about everything. Uh, <laughs> Bill, Bill Parcells used to say, uh, don't, don't worry about um, avoiding disaster. It's around the corner and it's coming. The <laughs> trick is what are you going to do when the, when it gets here? Right. And so, yeah, I mean, there's – and my broadcast partner, Babe Laufenberg, who was a heck of a college quarterback and played eight years in the NFL, he, he loves to say there's ways to win all these games. So you can be surprised when, when an underdog wins. But when you get to this level in the NFL and into the playoffs, I'm not sure – that uh, uh, if you're surprised, it's not your fault. Anything can happen. Uh, all these teams are here for a reason. Um, there, I, I think the main thing they have to do, they have to run well enough uh, to, uh, to take the defense off them a little bit. But they have kind of played the last couple of months like they understand that for whatever reason their running game is not going to be exactly what they hoped it would be. And and one of the reasons Dak has had the statistical year that he's had is that they they have uh, given him a little more freedom and relied on him a little more. That comes uh, along with uh, the receivers, and that's the great thing about the game, this sport. It's all – it's one guy can't do it. So – He's got he's got good receivers and and uh, I think he's got an adequate running game, but they've got to stop the running game first. Buffalo showed the way to beat them is defensively. The thing they do best is rush the passer. It's not the only thing they do well, but it's what they do best. But if you can't stop the other team from running the ball, you'll never get an opportunity to rush the passer. So that's the first thing that I think they need to be concerned about. Don't let Aaron Jones and the rest of the Packers uh, offense dominate them that way. And then I think that the Dallas offense has to score. The way this team is built, 
and really kind of the way the league is anymore. Mike McCarthy likes to talk about complimentary football, and that's been a thing for a very long time. And how you play complimentary football can differ a little bit depending on the makeup of your team. But on this team, uh, when they can score and put pressure on the other team's offense by making them have to score, not the defense, the offense, you put pressure on the other team's offense by you scoring points and make them have to play a certain way uh, offensively. And then you can play into how your defense likes to play. So it's not as uh, simple in my view as the, uh, the as the Cowboys running game. Green Bay is uh, maybe not the toughest defensive team that they would face if they were to play multiple games, but they're plenty good. They've got they've got some really great pass rushers and. Uh, they're going to have to run the ball uh, a little bit. And I think they can run the ball enough to allow what has been the strength of their offense to function. Mm. But I would put stopping the run as a personal uh, red flag ahead of how they run, frankly. Brad Sham, play-by-play for the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, who is loved by Mississippi State fans and many others in this state. And this is where he became famous, but now he's, as Brad has been sharing with us, uh, super famous as QB1 for the Dallas Cowboys. He joins us on the Out of Bounds show in ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, man, I love what Dak and, and – I mean, CD and Dak, that's awesome. But but what what's happened with Dak and Jake Ferguson? That gets me fired up, Brad, as a fan, because I am a fan of, of Dak Prescott. Yeah, I I think that was a really good choice that they made. You know, I've never met a quarterback yet who uh, did not have an affinity for players who get open. And um, (laughs) if if the guy will get open and he'll throw him the ball, then if you'll do something with it after you catch it, then he might want to throw it to you again. I, I thought Ferguson, from the time he came in here last year, had something a little different. And uh, what what he has shown us is maybe a little more athleticism than some people knew that he had. He's he's very smart. He's tough as heck, uh, and he he absolutely is someone whose profile I think will grow over time. And um, sometimes the game goes in a, such a way. I think it was the Miami game a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Dak threw two really good seam routes about 15, 20 yards down the field to Ferguson, and the and the uh, Miami safety was able to stay with him and knock them both away. And then I think McCarthy got away from that, didn't call it anymore. But there's there's ways to get him open, and um, that's that's McCarthy's job. McCarthy and Brian Schottenheimer, the offensive coordinator, they've got to get these guys into positions where they can make plays. And they've certainly done it with Lambs with Lamb. They've figured out a little bit more about Brandon Cooks as the season's gone along and I think Ferguson has put himself in that category. He's he's uh elevated himself into a position of trust. What was what did Robert De Niro call it in the 
Fokker movies, the circle of the cone of trust or the circle of trust. I think yes. that's where Ferguson is. And and I would expect that uh, whatever good things they do this postseason, as well as for several years, Ferguson will be a big part of that. We'll leave it there. We'll be I'll be rooting for the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Brad Sham, longtime career veteran broadcaster, awards for days, play-by-play boys for the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, he gets to call another game with the Cowboys in the playoffs and with my favorite player, Dak Prescott. And uh, I can't wait. Hopefully they'll win, advance, and can get to that NFC championship game eventually. Brad Sham, thank you. Congratulations on an unbelievable career. I think it's so cool that you get to – cover all the amazing players that you've been able to cover, but I think it's really cool that you get to cover Dak Prescott on a, on a week-in, week-out basis. We appreciate your time today. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. Brad Sham, play-by-play voice for the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Jason, um, what about those that, – that was some pretty strong and uh, high praise and compliments from Brad Sham, who's been around some great players for a long time. Yeah, I mean, the way that he talked about him as a leader and how he hasn't seen somebody in that long do it that way. Look, I never had any ill will against Dak since he got into the league. I didn't like him beating Ole Miss, obviously. But, uh, I mean, I believe everything that he says when it comes to just the way that he leads the team. And, I mean, even the stuff that we talked about before the season started, how he took his teammates and they would – what was that that they went on like a a Navy SEAL like convention almost where they had oh, like yeah. you know the military people yeah. talking to them and just about mindset like you know that's that's, right. that's taking it a step further and that's something that not only fans can look at but other players young and up and coming players even say you know Michael Van Buren or Blake Shapin or somebody you know who's starting at state and wants to be where Dak is it's pretty inspiring that's right that's a good point I'd forgotten about that. The uh, the Navy SEAL leadership deal that they did, and Dak drove that. Great point. Um, all right, well, most of the world will be rooting against them on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. However, I will be rooting for Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks and Micah Parsons, among others, um, as they take on a Packers team that is red hot as Steve Palazzolo told us since Thanksgiving. And, hey, credit to Jordan Love. I mean, now, granted, he got to sit for three years. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but sit behind a uh, one of the best ever in Aaron Rodgers. And, man, oh, man, Green Bay has played. I mean, Green Bay's been winning forever, though, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they live. Give that franchise credit. They live in the playoffs. I mean, it's uh, – Good grief. Smallest market in the NFL, um, New Orleans' second smallest market. But, man, they win. And we know all about Lombardi all the way to now and and Favre and Aaron in between. So um, they're playing really good football since Thanksgiving. And they're hot. And they've got a hot new quarterback who, you know, I remember Mike Dettelier and Dave Bartu telling us, Jordan Love, Utah State. You know, Bartu's big. Are they elevating everybody around them? Are they playing uphill? Do they start a lot of games? And, you know, Jordan Love, check, check, check. And he got to sit and wait and develop under uh, behind Aaron Rodgers. He took advantage of it. And he has played – he's played good football this year. So, should be a fun game. 
Cowboys, Packers, it will go. The ratings will be nuts. I mean, y'all saw it, these things are just growing with streaming and uh, college football national championship game. Twenty-five million viewers between Michigan and why? I mean, Michigan's huge, and Washington. I think we probably sleep on them. I mean, that's a big university in Seattle. Um, but it may have surprised some of our SEC brothers and sisters that um, it was the you know most watched college football national championship game in the last four years. Hey, I hope you all have a great day. We'll go lunch today at Fleetway Market in the Market Cafe in Glugstadt. Mmm. Daily. Daily. Fresh. Smoked meats. Let's see. Um, ribs. Brisket. Blue plates. Fleetway Market in the Market Cafe in Glugstadt. Oh, if you're in Startwell, we want you to go to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Man, they were slinging some good food yesterday. We had so much fun pregame. And then Spring Street Cigars in Starville. Cool, cool, cool. Without a doubt, the coolest. I mean, it's it's a, it, well, maybe the coolest cigar shop in the southeast, but it's nice. Exposed brick, beams, hardwood floors, Spring Street Cigars in Starville. Have a great Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow for a Football Friday brought to you by Stella Artois. See you.